Welcome everyone to Pokey Rogue, a Pokemon trading card game podcast where we talk about the decks that are not being discussed. My name is Nick, and with me is my co-host. What's up, guys? It's awesome. Today is August 25th. Let's get into our 55th episode. Did you forget the year all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, I actually timeless? do forget the year. I'm like, what the fuck year is it? <laughs> Anytime I have to write the year on something, I've just lost track, dude. Oh my gosh. Well, man, it's, it's like when like... you just you just stop caring to the point where the year doesn't even matter at this point. Yeah. It's like whatever. Who cares? Like, I don't know if I'm to that point. <laughs> <laughs> I know what year it is. So what's been going on besides hoarding a, a large amount of water? Dude, don't tell everyone, man. <laughs> <laughs> when the nuclear holocaust happens, Austin's got the largest stash of Dasani water, premium Dasani water. <laughs> Well, you'll be drinking that cheap, cheap shit. So <laughs> laugh at me now. Jokes on you! I'll be dead. Ha ha. <laughs> well, I'll be alive a little bit longer with my water. Uh, no, well, other than collecting water, it's a nicer word. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, dude! Actually, you got a second? I'm, I mean, I'm I'm here. <laughs> Wow, what I you, want what something. You, I won this at local. You won, won an entire binder? binder? Yeah, another one. This is my third binder of one, but guess what? It's the. Oh, one of the four ones. Yeah. You know what that means? That means you can start collecting four copies of every card in a set and then sell your binder like nine weeks later. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> a jab. <laughs> it is so nice, though. Like, so, like, in the binder. I've also gone through and got rid of all the stuff that's stamped D. I've just decided I'm not going to use it unless it's shady dealings. Yeah. I don't need it, right? Just don't need it. Um, so I went through, and that's another thing. I have a pile of ultra rares. I don't want to go away from the microphone. It's about that thick of just shit I don't need. That's, yeah. It's not a good good feeling. Stuff I didn't really use. That's that's what I did right before the regionals. I just went through it all, yeah. did the same thing, and then mm -hmm. just sold it there. It was like, there was so much money. I'm just like, I don't need this. Matt, I, I can't like buy, there's like no motivation to buy anything for me because I don't know where to play locally. So I'm yeah. just like, if I play on a webcam game, I just print a proxy, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, when it's time to go to a regional, just buy the cards you need at that time. Like whatever the right. price is. Yeah. You know? Kind of like that. Like and then speaking of regionals, looking at the schedule, how they made everything three days again because of like the COVID mm -hmm. check-in the day before makes it that yeah. I can't do a single regional because I can't miss a Friday just to go check in the day before. Yeah, you could do like the early check-in, but that's just stressful. I don't know if they even always have yeah. that option. I don't think Milwaukee had an option for early check-in. No. NIIC did, but it was like a 15-minute window. I was able, like I literally showed up two hours early and I was mm -hmm. like the sixth person in the mm -hmm. line for that 15 minute window. Like if you came a half an hour early, you weren't in it. Damn. For that early check-in. So I don't know, man, I'm really annoyed by this three day thing. I wish it was back to just two day regionals. Cause like I can go, I can take a flight at night and get there and go to a Saturday regional, but I can't, right. I don't, I don't get days off to be able to 
to just go check in on a Friday. Yeah, you're right. You don't get days off, you get months off. <laughs> yeah, you get <laughs> you get two months all at the same time when no one does anything. Yeah. Well, you know. But let's see. Um played at locals, got a binder. It was all right. I was going to go to the pre-release this weekend. I was super excited for it. Got my mm-hmm. spot reserved and all that. And I'm going to go do a funeral. So oh, instead of the pre-release, doing the responsible paid. thing, you'll get paid for the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. the money you'll Maybe make at that. the funeral, you could probably just buy every card you want from the set. Yeah. I'll make about $200. Yeah. So. You can just buy whatever you want done. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like, I really want to do it. I really want to do it. Cause I love doing pre-releases, but Maybe if you get your hands on a kit, man, we could do what we normally do over webcam. I, I don't even know if I can get one, dude. I don't even know if yeah. that's something that stores sell because they don't do uh they don't play. Yeah. You know, they sell Pokemon, but they don't they don't have any play there. So I don't know if that's something mm-hmm. they'd have. Hmm. Well so. I did see my dad last weekend. Yeah, how was that? Did did he dunk the Oreo in water? No, he did not. He did this weird thing where he puts the oreo in his mouth mm-hmm. and then saturates it with water in his mouth so there's no finger dipping involved yeah so mm. yeah i, I want to say the, weird the maybe, oreo maybe moist in his moist in his mouth mm-hmm. i imagine I that's tell- how like a pelican would eat an oreo you know that yeah you think so all that girth they have hanging down they probably just mm-hmm. let the oreo disintegrate in there I can't say his name. And it's the one that you talked about, like Sharf or something. Hmm? P Sharf. Uh, one yeah, of the guys yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Discord. And he, he got onto us about talking about the fucking S tier being milk and cookies, right? I mean, and he was like, I want to see you guys do something really rogue. And I'm thinking, what would I eat an Oreo with? And at the time when he wrote that message, I had a glass of orange juice. And I almost did it. You didn't do it? But the pre- I didn't do it because I didn't want to like videotape it, you know? Yeah. Because I was, you know, <laughs> had just woken up for the day. Yeah. Dude, I don't <laughs> so, I don't want to dip in Oreo in anything. Not just like, okay, I told them on the Discord, I don't want to dip it in milk. Yeah. I think dipping things in milk is disgusting. I think putting milk in cereal is disgusting. But also, I hate the center of an Oreo. I hate mm-hmm. the icing. If I'm going to eat an Oreo, I'm going to peel it apart. I'm going to scrape yeah. off the icing and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat that dry cookie. What are you gonna do with the icing, though? I gotta ask. I'm gonna throw it away. You're not gonna like give it to your dogs or. I don't want them eating that shit. No. <laughs> I'm gonna there take go. that dry broke. cookie. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it on my tongue like an LSD tablet and let it just disintegrate. Hello. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would. I will do what I always do, and I'll go to about my second knuckle because you got three knuckles <laughs> thank you doctor and i'll let my finger get in there warm it up and i'll I'll just like a fucking monster and you i'll mean let you, the you'll milk... put your finger in in between the oreos no in the milk oh in the milk, okay. right and i'll like let the m- milk on my fingers run down my bottom lip and onto my chin <laughs> Until and I'll do this for a couple cookies until it's noticeable that I've got to wipe it, yeah. and I won't even take a paper towel. I'll do the 
<laughs> you're like frozen right now. You're frozen, about to Back wipe of your my hand. I'm listening to that. My nose. You nose. keep you keep freezing in and out. How are you gonna wipe off the milk, Austin? From the chin up, past my lips, to get some of that spit <laughs> that spit smell in there. Yeah, past my nose, and that's mm. how I that's how I do my Oreos. And I hope you're, you're listening. Like, like that <laughs> when you exactly. do it with the back of yep. your hand get some spit get some snot all one foul sweep man and that's how you that's how you do fucking oreos the right way i'm telling you <laughs> or you just don't eat oreos that's okay too yeah that's yeah. also a good decision i don't all know right, if man. oreos are worth the carbs and sugar to be honest i don't think it's worth it i think it's worth it every now and then yeah Anyways, yeah. today we're having a special episode. We are going to just review all our top picks from Lost Origin, just like we've done in the past. We're going to separate it into categories. Austin and I are going to pick our favorite cards for because we think they're going to be good, impacting the meta, or because we think they have good rogue applications. And then we'll circle back after you know some months go by and we see what happens, and we'll see if our predictions or picks were good or if we sucked. So that means next week we've got to do Astral Radiance. We got to see if we fucked up. You got to dig up the notes for. Oh, yeah. We got to see what our predictions were for Astral Radiance. Yeah. But anyway, we're doing Lost Abyss. Lost Origin. I want to say Lost Abyss, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Lost Origin. Let's go. That Pikachu just still doesn't do it for me. <laughs> you just saying. hate it. Why do you hate it so much? <laughs> pika, pika. It's, it's right, anyway. Sad. Okay, you should start this first card off. You should start. Okay, so we're, like we said before we have categories that we're going to be discussing. Our categories are going to include our top single prize Pokemon for support applications, single prize Pokemon attacker, V Pokemon, V Max Pokemon, V Star Pokemon. Sparkling Pokemon, Supporter, Item, and Stadium. All right, I've, this is like the third set you've done this. Are you aware that they're called Radiant Pokemon? Are they called? They're not called Sparkling. <laughs> this is the third set in a row you've done it, but you know what? Like, good on you, dude. So maybe second, they're always going to be Sparkling Pokemon. Pokemon to me. I think that's in the Japanese heart, yeah. translation. There's Sparkling Pokemon. Okay. Well, anyway, so I'm doing the. Go ahead, give first us category. yeah, give us our first our single prize support Pokemon. Okay, make sure I'm not reading your list real quick. All right, single prize support Pokemon, and you know there was a couple of like little quirky things that I mm-hmm. thought were pretty unique. Um, there's like an Amoongus that was really neat to mm-hmm. where if it got knocked out, your opponent just discarded their whole hand. Oh yeah, I saw it. It was like a, a very specific condition where that could happen. Yeah, but it's yeah. still pretty unique. Then there's like a Trevenant where if your opponent knocks it out with a V Pokemon, then they can't take any prize cards. Yep. And that'd be more like... That's more like, like that's an cool. attacker than like a support. Yeah, right. But then the attack yeah. wasn't that good, so it didn't do it. So I found myself on this Pokemon, and this is probably... This is not the best goddamn card that's ever been printed, <laughs> but it's the same Pokemon of the best goddamn card that's ever been printed. And that is Fion, man. And 
instantly when I saw there was going to be a Fionn printed, I was like, oh my God, there's got to be a Whirlpool Sunction revision or, you know, and they yeah, didn't do yeah. it. They didn't. Re- but I want to talk about it. It's a 70 HP water Pokemon. And for a waterless energy, just one. A water energy. Pro- right. You said waterless. Water <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Everyone for a water me. energy. For a water. Less no water energy. So predict for up to three basic water type Pokemon and put them onto your bench, then shuffle your deck. And I want to talk about this because we are well, we're not necessarily losing the uh, Rapid Strike uh, Sobble, but it's kind of losing its relevance. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh fuck, this is pretty good. It's not as good as the Basculin that for one colorless energy you can search for two basic Pokemon and put them on your bench. But still, it's like if you're playing a water deck. And it's, you want to use the best, probably the coolest Pokemon in the game. You know, you want to play Fionn. It's nice to know someone out there likes Fionn. Dude, Whirlpool Suction <laughs> was so good. Sure. I've still got the card. I, I bet you card. do. Did you grade it? You're gonna you're gonna grade that one card. No, it's the one I played. Yeah, it's the, it's the it even has the cosmic. It's the one from the pre-release, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, the stamp, I remember that I remember yeah. it. It's not, that that was the nicer artwork. Yeah, I still got it. <laughs> okay, cool. So this category, single prize Pokemon support, was the most challenging one for me to find something that was even worthwhile from this set. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest up front. I don't like a lot of stuff from this set. There's there's some cards here that I'm like, okay, this could impact. I might play around with some of these. But I'm not yeah. like this set doesn't make me want to rush out and buy it. And other people probably think differently, but I don't look at this and feel like, oh, I gotta go out and buy a bunch of these cards. So this one was yeah. the hardest one. Single prize Pokemon support. I picked Bennett. And it's really it's going with the Lost Zone theme for this card. If you're not playing Lost Zone, then you have no business playing this card. But it says it has the ability, and that's really what I was focusing on were abilities for support Pokemon. The ability Puppet Memorial. Once during your turn, you may choose a supporter card from your discard pile and reveal it and put it in your hand. If you do, put this Pokemon in the Lost Zone and discard all non-Pokemon cards attached to this Pokemon. So you could put this and essentially the Shuppet that it evolved into into the Lost Zone. You get two cards in the Lost Zone and you're getting a supporter back from your discard pile. So it's kind of working like um, Eldegoss V but you're not putting the liability of the V, but yeah, you got to evolve, but you know, that could be a nice late game. What's nice is it's not like Eldegoss where you play it from hand and have to take a supporter right away. With Mm. this one, you can just keep it on the bench and wait for the right moment. So it's a guarantee that when you need that boss at the end of the game or you need a draw supporter, you know, if you have this on the bench, it's another out to get the draw. If there's one in the discard, it's another out to get the gust. You just got to have it on the bench. And that's what I like about yeah. the ability is you don't have to use it in the moment that you need the supporter. You just play it while you can. And then when the time comes, you got this guy to fall back on. If they marnie you down to four and it's a shit hand... You can, you know, maybe you got a professor in your discard pile or something, mm-hmm. and you can grab it, trash your hand, and, and dig into the deck. Yeah, but it's, I will point out one thing. It's got 100 HP, man. Yeah. That's so you can't just grab less. it with level ball, right? Yeah. 
But, I mean, if you're playing incense, you're playing ultra balls, you may just come across it is the thing. It's not like it's a yeah. 100% necessary like you need it immediately. Mm-hmm. But, you know, halfway through the game is literally when you might find yourself in that situation where maybe you know, you got Marnied into something bad. Because remember, you also need to get something in the discard. So this isn't mm-hmm. a good card at the beginning of the game. More often than not, it's not going to be good until halfway through the game anyways, once you got some things in the discard pile. Yeah, I agree with you. But like, just that value of it, it can just be there. And your opponent's like, <clears throat> oh, fuck, I could play fucking, you know, Marnie. And it's not going to matter. Or was it yeah. Roxanne? it's not gonna matter you yeah know, like that's a pretty that's pretty powerful implication that in, in its own right so yeah i think it's like good fucking, for that i didn't even think of the, i wasn't yeah. even thinking of the roxanne which i should have been roxanne late game right because it's not even late yeah. roxanne is after yeah. three prizes so mm-hmm. three prizes down now you have an out from roxanne as long as you got this sitting on the bench or you have a fucking guaranteed rock or yeah right possibly a guaranteed roxanne and it gets it back so it can almost replace palpat at the same time right it's Got that application going on for it. Okay, so let's get into our single prize Pokemon attacker category. Do mm-hmm. you want to start or do you want me? I'll do it, man. Okay, go ahead. Like you said previously, I didn't I didn't like any of them, man. You um, didn't like so I, I feel honest, like this is one of the only ones I liked, to be honest. I refrained from it, man. So you were, I'll just let you I'll You were afraid you it, couldn't find a single one. Nope. Shit. Okay. Well, I'll talk about mine because I I did really like mine. This is probably one of the only cards that like I really want to experiment in terms of rogue applications, and that's mm-hmm. Hisuian Zorark, baby one. It's a stage one Pokemon, 120 HP, has a colorless attack called Hex of Pain. At the end of your opponent's next turn, the defending Pokemon will be knocked out. I like yeah. it. I like that. I like it too. But we've seen this so many times, and it's never. When have we seen never, when have we seen they just for a colorless, no energy, they're just mm. knocked out if they can't get out of the active? We've never okay, maybe no energy. That's cool, I guess. But like, no, it's like, yeah, sure they're knocked out if they don't do anything about it, but it's like all they've got to do is switch or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And I don't think it's that powerful, though there is this new trainer or supporter coming out, and I didn't really think anything of it. Where like you can look at the top five cards of their deck. Yeah. And discard any item cards you find there. Mm. So like maybe in conjunction with that, that would be good. Mm-hmm. But I'm just uh, saying, so like, let's think, okay, let's think of the decks, right? Uh, with shady dealings or something, right? Yeah. That, now you play Jolteon with Thunderous Awakening. You turn off their ability to use shady dealings. And mm-hmm. you play this card and you make it that they can't go search for a switch. And you're just getting guaranteed knockouts if they can't get out of the active. Right. Okay. Galar Mine so they can't pay the manual retreat. I mean, okay. you can play four Galar Mine in a deck. Bunch of these guys. You can. Eat, it's yeah. a stage one, right? So you could even mm-hmm. use regular Zorark, right? That can take this from the discard pile. Yeah, and swap them. And swap them. So you can make a deck. Yeah. Well, you could be playing a lot of these because you could swap them back out then too. Mm-hmm. And man, with Galar Mine and then a Jolteon to shut off the their abilities of Shady Dealings, yeah. I don't know how many times they're going to be able to find ways to get out. 
yeah, but how many times of them finding a way out is enough times, you know? Like, you only got to knock out three things tops, right? They got to get out, they got to knock out six of you. Assuming you're playing a V Pokemon or right, you know, right, V-Star. a non V deck, right. you're just you know it's it's kind of a losing battle there. They'll have to find some other partners to go with it, and maybe in a, a stage one type of deck, you know, mm-hmm. with some other friends thrown in there like a little box, maybe that could work. But just I, I like mean, it. the, it's gimmicky, but it looks fun to try to pull off the gimmick. <clears throat> no, I agree with you, and it's just it's it's just hard to get past it because i've seen cards like come and go with this ability mm-hmm. so i'd like to see it happen yeah i'd like to believe yeah. for it to happen <laughs> i just so. don't see a lot of people playing like the high switch counts anymore we did see that for yeah. a while but i don't see like the three count switches anymore i, I don't know we might see like get, one to two switch cards maybe and then we, maybe like an escape row maybe three options in the deck yeah to switch but not like four or five switch options so i mean marnie galarmine sh- and and you got the shady dealing shut off yeah roxanne late game consistently pulling off like roxanne's yeah you're right so so just let me get a jolt on with the memory capsule on there yeah and, you know and no, <laughs> no 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 big deal right no why not We'll play some boot shakes while we're at it, you know, just to make sure we get there a little faster. Well, I mean, and, if, if you're playing the the Zoroarks where you could take them from the discard pile, right? Couldn't you take a Jolteon from the discard pile? Oh, I guess you could. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like more 2%. just finding the tool. That's like 2% more viable. Thanks. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to be a dick. It's just like... <laughs> It's hard, like I said, it, I've seen so many of these cards. It's hard to think that this will be the one that sticks, but yeah, I've been wrong. I've been wrong many times before. So remember Reggie. <laughs> hey, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> okay, next I'm not, one. So I'm you, not confident enough to make another statement. Like <laughs> you're not going to make another bet on this one. Yeah. Okay, next one. You have a Pokemon for this one, I'm assuming. Pokemon V. You have a V that's good. I just, I just didn't write any notes, man. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> What do you got? What's your V? Enamorous V. That's what I've got. And stupid looking Pokemon. A, it is. It's pretty cool. I think uh I think Pokemon did something right here. And it is a psychic V Pokemon for two hundred or with two hundred and ten HP. And it has an ability that reads or is translated as long as this Pokemon's in the active spot. Prevent all effects um, from Pokemon's abilities done to your Pokemon with any psychic energy. So it's very like situational. Yeah. But I come from a format or like with the EXs when I played, it's like you, you just play this one copy because it gets you out of these just weird scenarios. And the reason why I like it is because it has this ability that's like, yeah, it's super situational, but you never know when you would need it and when it would be, you know, applicable. But it's got an attack that's like, all right, that's pretty decent. And so for a psychic energy and two colorless energy, um, you can do 10 or 100 damage and accelerate two basic energy cards from your discard pile into your Pokemon in any way that you like. So it's like this card never feels bad, if that makes sense. To me, this looks bad, dude. <laughs> you think so? Because, okay, because it's a psychic and a double colorless. So what you're going to have to use like double turbo 
So now right. you're now you're forced into playing special energies. You got to uh-huh. do two energy attachments because now you can't even like Melanie and then double turbo. So you got to right. do two attachments so then you can do an attack to then hopefully accelerate two basic energies from the discard pile. Mm-hmm. But you got to get them in the discard pile to do that. And if you only get one, then it's kind of shitty too. And if it's two, it's still not good. Can I make a confession? Yeah. When I first read this card, I didn't see that it had to be in the active spot. <laughs> <laughs> you just. <laughs> I thought it could be a bench. <laughs> it sucks too because I kept reading this card and I was like, oh my gosh, this gets through like everything and then it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> no. It's like that. This card's it's like just, the Napoleon V. This is worse like, than Napoleon V. <laughs> this, this is worse. Napoleon was I water. Just, it could use Melanie. And rapid strike energy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I this just, is terrible. <laughs> dude, I just don't love this set. <laughs> There's just, some good ones. We gotta get through some of these. Some of these were hard to find good ones for, but Okay, I, I, I got my V. I like my V. Okay. I talked about the V on a previous episode. Drapion yeah. V, the V star of Drapion, who gives a fuck about it? But the V, the V is here just to kill Mew. I like I like what it stands for. The ability, wild style. This Pokemon's attacks cost colorless less for each of your opponent's single strike, rapid strike, or fusion strike Pokemon in play. And the attack cost four colorless, so you could use any energy with it. And if they're mm-hmm. playing four Fusion Strike Pokemon, it's free. Mm-hmm. So for free, you get to do an attack that does 190 damage, and then you do 90 damage to one of your Pokemon, but whatever, you know, you've knocked out a Mew in one shot, because 190 times two is mm-hmm. a fucking lot, 380. So yeah, Mew's done. Or Corio doesn't matter. Like, you just throw one of these guys in there and it does that. And even if you're not playing a Mew, let's say you go against that random Rapid Strike deck or something, like, hey, they got a couple yeah. Rapid Strike, you got a pretty decent attack in there, and it's colorless. And you yeah. got 210 HP. It's better than, like, the 190s and 200s. Yeah. It's better than mine. <laughs> I mean, in terms of, like, a deck like Leafeon, for example, where I was playing Mighty yeah. Ena. Mighty Ena yeah. having to evolve into the Mighty Ena to hit that Mew counter. That one yeah. step of evolving, I had so many matches in like Wisconsin where they were able to snipe the Puchiena before I could grip, put evolve for Mighty Ena next turn. If I had this card in the deck during all of those matches, I would have had auto wins instead of auto losses mm-hmm. because nice. I would have simply just threw this guy down right in the moment, yeah. moved him into the active spot, so and one saying, took the knockout. If you had access to a card two sets from yeah. when you played, you could have won. I could have won those matchups. That's all it takes. <laughs> all it takes is having a card several months before everyone else, people. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if people oh are God. buying cards multiple sets yeah. in advance, why can't we play with them multiple sets in advance? <laughs> right. Is there anything right. more rogue than that? It's not even out yet. 
just fucking writing your own rules. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, show up with my own fake cards that don't even exist yet, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, what do we got next? <laughs> My categories are all fucked up. I think it's a VMAX, right? VMAX, yep. All right. So there's only one VMAX coming out in this set, but it's actually pretty fucking good. It's actually one of the only really good cards. Yeah. So it's Chiron VMAX. We both picked it because that was our only option. And I'm going to talk about the ability because it's fucking good, man. Yeah. For It's called Ice World. And once during your turn, you can discard the top card of your deck. And if it's a water energy, attach it to one of your Pokemon. So it's like, We've got so many ways to manipulate this, specifically, too, with Switching Cups and Orangaroo while we still have it with Primate Wisdom. So it's like it's almost a guaranteed energy acceleration, and it's like I don't have a problem with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, mean just, I, I guess a little risky because you could discard something you don't want to discard, but if you're playing a pretty high water count deck, then sure. And it, sure, but then it's like it also doesn't feel good because it's like water doesn't need any more help yeah i mean like well got- we talked about this on a previous episode the attack is where it's at man that max frost you gotta get that you're gonna talk about know, it but- also the 330 I'm- hp I'm- let's not forget it's- about 330 hp i know i know i know i'm just saying like we gotta talk about the ability and it's like it's kind of pointless but it's kind of good, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's I don't like know it is what it, it is. Maybe it's good, maybe it's not. But I mean, it's not but, bad. But, it doesn't. But with, with, right, but with Palkia and yeah. um, fucking Melanie, it's like, what's the point? But yeah. anyway, you you you've got you're pinching a tent in your pants about this attack. So let, let's hear it. Let's you know. Okay, attacks three water. Does a hundred twenty plus? It's called Max Frost. Discard any number of water energy from this Pokemon. The attack does 50 more for each energy discarded. So you could discard all three off of it and do a 270. Mm. And like you said, we're playing Palkia. So you could Palkia's V-Star ability right onto mm. this guy. So this guy could do a 270 attack, 300 yeah. with the choice belt. Or fuck it, just put a fourth energy on there because you're you feeling a little squirrely, man. I just like the fact that there's no damage cap. And like you said, water mm. didn't need anything else, but you know what water didn't have? A no damage cap attack that could be set up in one turn thanks to Palkia. Right. It's pretty good. I like it. I, I, I maybe you play I, a 1-1 one, one or... Ice Rider, but yeah, like a 1-1 one, one, like you're one, saying. 1-1 or... Like that. Like if you're, I think if you're playing a primarily Palkia deck, this mm. could be sprinkled in as a 1-1. One, one. You know, yeah. in a Palkia deck, or maybe a 2-2. I think it could take the place of an Ice Rider in a Palkia focused deck. In an yeah. Ice Rider focused deck, Ice Rider beats it in the fact that Ice Rider can consistently hit 280 with a choice belt without having to mm. lose. I guess you still discard two energy of Ice Rider, but you can set it up turn after turn. Ice yeah. Rider is better for that 280 sweet spot. This is better mm. for the 300 to 350, you know, full knockout that no one else can do. Yeah, I gotcha. I like it. Obviously, it was and our only choice. It's got it's more HP. Heatran Max. Yeah. Fuck that. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next up is our V-Star pick. I'll go first. I picked Aerodactyl V-Star. And actually, I just looked down at what you picked. I actually originally had your pick, 
and then I mm-hmm. switched it to this one, and I kept kind of going back and forth. So I'm glad you picked the V-Star you did, because we'll get to talk about okay. that also. But I picked Aerodactyl V-Star, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's fighting. It's a 260 HP Pokemon. It's got this first attack for a fighting double colorless, Lost Dive, 240 damage, put the top three cards of your deck in the Lost Zone. I like this attack because the fighting and double colorless attack. fact that it's double colorless means we can use double turbo. It'll reduce you down to 220, but it's fighting, so it's going to run right through all these Arceus decks. And Arceus, Arceus just won. You know, people are going to be playing Arceus in droves. They're not going to stop playing. And this card yeah. will be out in a couple weeks as a direct counter to Arceus. Besides that, you got to... the Pikachu they played it with? I'm sorry to interrupt. Isn't that also weak to fighting? It is. Is it? Yeah. No, I think the one they're playing, the flying Pikachu, does that have a weakness? Or is that the one without a weakness? Oh. It's got something funky going on with it. Anyways, yeah, you got a V-Star power here. You should look it up and see see what that peak flying Pikachu is. It's got yep. something weird. The V-Star power of Aerodactyl V-Star, Ancient Star. So long as this Pokemon is in play, it gains the ability with the effect your opponent's Pokemon V in play, excluding any Aerodactyl V-Star, have no abilities. So I like this because it's V-Star power here, Ancient Star, which it's an attack, it looks like. It's... Can it take away the abilities of your opponent's Pokemon? That's pretty nifty, too. Yeah, it's pretty nifty. Like, and you, you've said it before, but you're just more, you just really love the fact that it's like got that. Um, what am I trying to say? Like, that it's, it plays off the law zone, but like, it's all right. I don't know. Yeah, and we talked about that before. Like, putting those cards in the law zone will set up that other card in the set that then can attack uh, based off what's in the Lost Zone once you get to 10 or more. But, again, it's an easy 220 attack. It's fighting weakness, so it's relevant. We needed an easy fighting Pokemon, and then it will tie into a nice attack at the end. So it's got some cool stuff going on. Flying Pikachu has a resistance to fighting. Yeah. So some weird shit. Yeah, it's weird. I knew it was funky. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your V-Star, dude. I'll just put some fucking balloons on and solves all, you know, yeah, float it. in the air with balloons, solves all your problems. All right, man. So I've picked this one because it's been hyped up and talked about a lot of people in the Rogue Rat, you know, and on our Discord. And it's like, if I didn't talk about it, you know, like, I just would feel dirty. I just wouldn't feel good about it. So I picked Hisuian Gudra V-Star because also, like, the artwork, I mean, yeah, all the, the shit was like, I don't mind this variant of the Hisuian Gudra. It looks all sad and, you know, makes like you want to cheer it up. Yeah. And you just want to play with it, you know, use its card to make it hopefully feel better. It just looks real sad. But it looks real sad. I, so you just want to. <laughs> but yeah. this is a dragon Pokemon. So for whatever fucking reason, they're just excused from everything. They, yep. they don't have any weakness. They don't have any resistance, you know, because fuck fairy, whatever. Uh, uh, still a sore spot with me, you know. But. For it has this attack for a water, a metal, and a color synergy, just 200 damage. But during your opponent's next turn, this Pokemon takes 80 less damage. So instantly, it's becoming very difficult to one shot or even two shot when you take into account that the fact that it, you can heal it. We have so many healing options. Yeah. And you just you just bring it down and you bring it down because it's like cool. You heal 80 damage. Most things are hitting around any like big 
consistent numbers. I'd say 160 to 210 pretty consistently, unless they're real big hitters, you know? Mm -hmm. So like you're instantly, they're only taking about half of its HP. And so to knock this thing out with full HP alone is 350 damage. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I mean, and then you're gonna about you're gonna talk about it, of course, that V star power. I mean, come right, on, that V star power. Yeah, we, we can't. How can we not? It's an ability, and, and you know, it's called Moisture Star, and you may use this ability during your turn, obviously. Which I don't know when else you would use it. You can break <laughs> rules all of a sudden, you, just in the middle of your opponent's turn, be like, oh, they might dock me out. I'm gonna use this. No, <laughs> but during your turn, heal all damage from this Pokemon. So it's like, oh, you think you've gotten close? Fuck you. Like, restart, retry again. So, it's fucking good. Yeah, I mean, like you said, one, they're not not having a weakness. It's mm. difficult to hit 270. So, they can't yeah. knock you out in one shot. They're already going to have the two shot. So, they hit you once. Then you use the V-Star mm -hmm. power. And then the next yeah. turn, they're going to hit you for 80 less. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's good, man. It's it's turning it into a three, maybe even four, because maybe if you get some more healing along the way or something, I don't know, dude. This could turn into a four shot to take mm. out the first Gudra V Star. Yeah, and so getting its energy on there will be kind of difficult, but not as bad as we think. Because guess what? We've got it. You know that one water requirement's great, and the colorless. It's just Melanie's gonna be its girl. You know. Yeah. For sure. I so. mean, the thing... So when I first saw this, I was actually thinking this could be a partner with Arceus. Yeah. Because yeah. Ar Arceus could hit for the, the 180, you know, with double turbo mm. on its first turn. You could accelerate mm. these three energy onto it. Then they hit your Arceus, and you play Cheryl to put Arceus back into your hand, and you switch you switch game modes into Hisui and Gudra mode. You know? You and Sharon's then you, care. And then Sharon's you, care. What's up? But use Sharon's care. Yeah, what did I say? Uh, Cheryl. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Sharon's care. RC is back into your hand. And then you could mm -hmm. just, at that point, because you're going to V-Star power to heal, I guess you couldn't if you had to use your RCS V-Star, but if you were able to get your double turbo without having to burn your V-Star, you would have the ability then to last a couple turns with this Gudra while you set up another mm -hmm. Gudra, and you could just switch into that Gudra mode. But, you know, how RCS is, sometimes you gotta use your V-Star just to get your double turbo, which is a frustrating endeavor, but hey, you know? You gotta do what you gotta do, gotta you do know, what you so. gotta do. Alright, man. Finish well, it up and, you know? Okay, go ahead. ahead. A little good, a little, little good to, you know, spice it up, carry on out the door. All right, man. So let's talk about some sparkling Pokemon because Bradiant Pokemon is not a thing here on Poke Rogue. We talk about those all about, sparkling. All about them dazzles. sparkles. All about them sparkles. So let's talk about sparkling Pokemon. And I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you run with this one, man. Okay. I'm going to, I picked Radiant Steelix from the choices oh I had. <laughs> I yeah. liked Radiant Steelix because it's so stupid, this attack. Okay, Radiant Steelix. What? It's 170 HP for a Radiant Pokemon. <laughs> That's a lot of HP. This is a basic That's Pokemon. A yeah. This is basic. So you can put a Cape <laughs> of Toughness on this guy. You can make this 220 HP if you wanted to for a basic <laughs> Pokemon. Okay, first attack, one colorless, energy's... Stream 20 damage attached to metal energy from your discard to this Pokemon. That's not great. We're probably not doing that. Mm -hmm. But the second attack, finishing Rand. So it's a Rend or Rand. 
60 plus, discard cards from the top of your deck until you have one card left in your deck. This attack does 30 more damage for each energy card discarded in this way. That's so fucking dumb. <laughs> like, but what I like this in is any steel deck that's playing um, fucking metal saucers and shit, right? Well, what steel deck is not going to be playing metal saucers? Right. But you, you're right, right. right but you keep could, going. You could get it going. And then they yeah. usually play a pretty high amount of steel anyways because they're using like Zacian and stuff to accelerate it on. And this is yeah. just your closer. Like, that's it. This is your closer to the game because... You're going to have some energy left, and he's just going to come out at the end and just do this mm -hmm. big hit and done. So here's what I would like to you see. You get four energy, you've done it, 300. Uh, yeah, but here's what I want to see out of this guy, right? Yeah? I just want to see his attack to be two colorless energy so we can hit it with a twin. Yeah. And just the fucking donk factor with his mother. Like, <laughs> if you could... You know what I mean? Turbo. If that okay. Were a scenario. We got Turbo Palkia. So you put this in Turbo Palkia, which is already a turbo engine. Like Turbo Palkia gets five energy on the board sometimes on its first turn, or it gets three and uses Zacian. So yeah. imagine you get this guy, right? You get mm -hmm. the three energy on your first turn and yeah. you discard like your entire deck. Right. Just for that donk. Just for the donk on your first just turn of the, the game. Donk, yeah. <laughs> be fucking stupid. I I think that the it would be great, you and you're just like ten energy into the discard pile or something. Like you'd have to work for it, but goddamn, you know, like that would just be so. But that's <laughs> if you have to work for the donk, man, you've earned it, and I love that's what I like about it. I mean, like you said, even and it's Turbo Dialga, by the way, two two metal energy and a colorless. It's not that unheard of if you've got this super duper wombo combo you're gonna have to use the celebrations mew yeah and all this shit and it's like do you even play the palkia or the sorry the dialga or do you just go for the <laughs> the donk right dude i i like it i think it's pretty cool just because like it's sitting on the bench in that deck mm. like you played in a turbo dialga sits on the bench anyways you slowly put some energy onto it and when it gets later in the game you know maybe you right hand to get the last bit of energy you need to pull off this attack and then you mm -hmm. right hand and you do the attack and you win the game it's a pretty nice closer now you might yeah. argue and say well dialga takes big hits on its own but does dialga bring you the satisfaction of discarding your entire deck no, it <laughs> to get the knockout like, can you put a price on that no, and like, what do you do? Like, how would you do it? Would you flip one card over at a at a time, <laughs> or would you just take the bottom card, set it to a side, and go and flip that shit over? You know what I mean? Like, pa, and yeah. it's like you don't give a shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> hmm. It's pretty silly, but I think it's got it's got some merit. I've got to say, <laughs> I will pick up a copy of this card. How's that sound? Yeah, I w I'm not going to pay a lot, but I'll, if it's like a dollar or two, yeah, maybe two, that's probably my top or dollar. Yeah, or if some kid brings it to school, you just, just compensate, it, compensate it. Yeah. Hey there, what you got there, kid? That's that fake. Why well, you bring fake cards to school? <laughs> let me let me take this card and discard it in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right man okay what what do you got what sparkling pokemon 
Dude, we've talked about this before, and me and you, we've got this mutual love for a Pokemon, and I'm going with Radiant Gardevoir. <laughs> of course, of course. What else would I be doing? I looked at it. I was like, oh, Oz is picking we've Gardevoir. We've talked about it. Yeah, we've talked about it in the past. You know, it looks cool. It's got it's got a pretty cool color scheme with it. You know, um, it's all right. I, you know, it's. <sighs> It's fine, man. This this set sucks, and we'll continue to we'll, we'll get through this. All right, it has an ability called Devotion Veil, and your Pokemon take twenty less damage from your Pokemon V's attack. So you're making them do a little bit more like math, right? Making them do a little bit more work. It may become relevant. There's always these scenarios where, like, we've seen Oriokoryo and how valuable it is. And, you know, fucking up the math when the, mm. in the Mew matchup. So, like, this just does it for all of them when you're yeah. getting attacked by Pokemon V, V Max, or V Star. So, that is really good in itself. There are better options like Greninja, you know, like for consistency but, or Halucha for those big attacks. But you know you what? Know, Halucha the... increases the attack, but that doesn't help stop you from getting donked on your first turn, right? Yeah. I mean, this guy does that. That's That's something. That is, you know, I would say I'm pretty sure the species of Gardevoir is predominantly female, but, you know, to to each its own. And it's good. I will gladly put a copy of this in my binder and not regret it. I will trade a kid for it and not regret it. And it's got an attack that's kind of relevant. If you can get a psychic and two colorless energy on there, does 70 damage and does 20 more damage for each energy attached to your opponent's Pokemon. So, like active pokemon so like it might do some might do a big attack yeah so but you know they can't print a guard of war card and and not have us talk about it yeah true absolutely yeah okay so, next next up top supporter from the set all right i actually kind of like this one and this is the so this, i'm excited about these next two categories i'm gonna go with a card called thornton Okay. It reads, choose a basic Pokemon in your discard pile and switch it with one of your basic Pokemon in play. Any car- any attached cards, damage counter, special, special conditions, uh, they stay in play, and uh, all other effects remain on the new Pokemon. So it's not like, oh, I can heal this damage and keep... No, mm-hmm. you're keeping all the good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And that's exactly why I'm excited about it is because there are some types that don't have energy acceleration available to them, but there are other types that do. Yeah. 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 So let's think of a scenario where like you have this ridiculous energy requirement of like four colorless energy. We know they're Mm -hmm. out there. I don't know the Pokemon off the top of my head, but let's use, let's use, say like we're going to accelerate shit onto a water Pokemon using Melanie, you Mm -hmm. know, or whatever, maybe Palkia. It could be anything, you know, there's all, we have different types of energy acceleration and then it's like, cool. Now I'm going to play Thornton, you know, do a quick reach around and boom, you never saw that coming. And I like this. I think it's going to, anything that requires a complex combo yeah, is like for the, just the big brain players out there. It's exciting. So I really do like it. I'm excited about it. I think it, I think it has some merit. Yeah. You think you think it's a reach? I don't know. I mean, it it's kind of doing what the Zorark box does, right? But now you're getting to do it with yeah. your basics. That could be basic mm-hmm. Vs. It could be anything, you know? So that's... Yeah. I I see it. I mean, it, it sucks that you're using a supporter to do it, 
but mm-hmm. I guess if you have other draw engines like Barrel or something to keep you moving through the deck anyways without having to use your supporter mm-hmm. to move through the deck, then I could see this working. Yeah. Cool. What you got? Cool. Mine goes back to that whole Lost Zone. And, you know, I've talked about this card before. Call Ress's Experiment. Says, look at the top five cards of your deck. Put three of them in your hand. Put the remaining cards in the Lost Zone. It's better than just drawing three. We know that drawing Mm. four is good. Drawing three is bad. Looking Mm. at five, choosing the three you want, still pretty good. And then you Mm. put two in the Lost Zone, which you need to do if you're playing a Lost Zone deck because there are lots of good effects and things once you get things in the Lost Zone. Like we talked about the Sableye in the previous episode. Get 10 cards and Sableye's dropping damage counters everywhere. There's also some items coming out that will let you, once you get the stuff in the Lost Zone, you can accelerate energies. So it's good to get cards in there, and this just, you know, speeds that process up. And hey, you get three of the five cards you looked at. You probably picked three good ones, right? Yeah, maybe so. Or maybe, maybe they were all terrible, ones, you know. And then right, and you put the, and you put the good ones in the loss zone because you're fucking crazy because you're relying on the loss zone to you know <laughs> to do something good. So yeah, I mean it's it's okay if I was playing. It's situational. If I'm playing a loss mm-hmm. zone based deck, obviously I'm playing this supporter card. Mm-hmm. If I'm not playing a loss zone deck, I'm not playing this supporter card. <laughs> <laughs> oh right man <laughs> I don't think that was that funny but okay <laughs> let's move on okay next up is the item card I picked, yeah. I picked the panic mask yeah we talked about this a couple episodes ago yep panic mask it's a tool card prevent all damage done to the Pokemon this card is attached to by attacks from your opponent's Pokemon that have 40 remaining HP or less. Yep. I like it because if you a lot of our good Pokemon in the meta I think this will be a, a pretty interesting card because a lot of cards hit high numbers but they don't fully knock out the Pokemon so you're worried about the retaliation like if I hit with Ice Rider for 280 and Mew has 310, I put Panic Mask on. Mm-hmm. You know, if I hit Ice Rider with 250 against RCC's 280, I put Panic Mask on. If I use Palkia and hit for like 250 because of the choice belt or something, I put Panic Mask. Yeah, you just fuck it, you know? Yeah, like, if I'm not going to do belt, enough. All right, don't put choice belt and, and become 20 short. Just, do, just disable them, man. Yeah, I guess I said that wrong there, right? Because Ice Rider wouldn't be hitting 280. I guess it could with Halucha still. That's a pretty common combo. So Ice Rider could still hit 280 wearing Panic Mask. But Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe something like that. You know, just you're not going to do enough to knock it out. So don't try to pick up a Zigzagoon and scoop it up and pick it up and scoop it up and pick it up. Don't worry about the Zigzagoon. Just leave it. Just Just put on the Panic Mask. Don't panic. You're wearing a mask. All right, man. Here's what I've got. And I like it because there's a scenario and we're going to play it out real quick. But it's called Arc Phone or Arc, Arc, I don't know. And look at the top card of your deck. Then return it to the top of your deck. Then you're, then you're presented with a choice. You may choose one of your face down prize cards and switch it with that card of your deck or not. 
So here's the scenario, like cool, whatever, like you can get into your prize cards a little bit sooner. We have Hisuian having a ball for that and, you know, just, and PLNA just, or just knocking people out. We don't really care about that, but here's the scenario, right? Let's say throughout the game, you play four of these arc phones. Yeah. And you manage to put an arc phone into your prize cards and you know where it's at in your prize cards, right? Yeah. Then let's say you get to the bottom last card of your deck. Right. Let's say you did steel X attack or you just milled through yourself yeah. through the deck and the last remaining card is an arc phone. Only card in your deck. Right. Because you're not putting it back in and shuffling it. Uh huh. Or maybe it doesn't matter. Right. Maybe you don't even have to get to the bottom of the deck, but basically you can grab an arc phone for an arc phone, grab an arc phone for an arc phone, grab an arc phone for an arc phone unless the translation is not is incorrect and they say you can do it but not to grab an arc phone or whatever you can do these because it is a different action every time and you can break the fucking game for a stall <laughs> you can take 15 seconds to do this and you're not breaking the rules yes you're being a flaming dick but still you're, you're within just continuously the rules. using arc phones this is going to get banned it will get banned. It will get exploited. People will get to game three and they will just fucking arc phone for arc phone for yeah. arc phone for arc phone Not until the match is up. Game two. You win game one and you right. arc phone for the entire game. You legally you get to arc phone. Legally. You've heard it here first. Just win your first fucking game and get into an arc phone lock and you are not breaking <laughs> the rules. You will take 15 seconds. You'll think about it. You will perform your action. You will perform another action. The newest deck archetype is called Arc Phone Stall. Arc Phone Lock. I don't even know. Or like, <laughs> so. <laughs> it's the cheapest deck you can buy. You literally just have to like get an Arc Phone, a bunch of Arc Phones. And an Arc Phone. Yeah, and that's it. Fuck, dude. Just tie out all the games. Like, literally just fuck the meta, right? You just fucking play Muse, and you just try to get into this lock, even game one. And you just fucking take your whole 50-minute round. Yeah. It <sighs> sounds nice, dude. Okay. Interesting idea. I like where you're going there. That's completely off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> this said so shitty that this is what's exciting. Arc phone lock. <laughs> final card stadium i picked lake of acuity and it looks like you also picked lake of acuity lake of acuity yeah lake of acuity says pokemon with water or fighting energy attached to them take 20 less damage from your opponent's pokemon's attacks yeah I mean, water Pokemon benefit from it, right? Why not? If you got to right. bump a path to the peak or something because you're playing Palkia, play this so you take 20 less damage. Play Nice Rider, you don't want to get donked by Mew, do this. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's, That's it. Another thing to help water Pokemon. Yeah. Water Pokemon and fighting Pokemon, you know? Yeah. Just gives them something else, you know? You're Maybe like, you're playing Path and you're playing this yeah. now and you're playing the, I don't know. Maybe Gardevoir, you know, fucking 40 less damage. Hey, know, 40 less is know. good. Yeah. That's pretty relevant. 80 less with Gudra, but yeah. All right, man. Overall, what do you think of the set? Dude, this is that's bad, man. Yeah, like there's a couple of shining moments, you know, like fucking Arc Phone, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I look at the cards, our top picks here, and man, I, w I wouldn't want to pay much at all for like anything in this. 
it's bad when I'm like, these are my top picks, and it's like, I don't think I will seek any of these cards out. I will build an arc phone deck. I will do it. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, like, Gudra, you got to at least for PTCGO online, like you got to do it just to stall it out and see what happens. Right. Right. Get reported. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Well, if you made it to the end of this episode, uh, maybe you think this this set is good. I don't know, but I don't have much faith in this. <laughs> no, I don't. This is probably one of the, the most lackluster sets I've seen all year. So let's close this out. If you made it to the end of this episode, we greatly appreciate you. Please take a second and give us a five-star review and follow us on your podcast platform. Pokey Rogue wants to hear from you and build a community together. Reach out with your thoughts about Rogue Dex misplays and how to avoid being a dick when playing Pokemon. Let's keep this conversation going. You can find us on Facebook at Pokey-Rogue-TCG or email us directly at PokeyRogueTCG23 at gmail.com or at PokeyRogueTCG and, of course, on the Instagram and the Discord. Join us on the Discord. Later. <laughs>